Hello, hey guys, what's up? Welcome, or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I'm your host, my name is Chloe. What's up, you guys? I hope you guys are having a great day. I know that it's been two weeks now since I uploaded. I did miss a week last week, but I promise I have a very good explanation for that. But I'm very excited for today's topic. I planned this episode a while ago, and I guess I kind of put it off talking about it just because I know that this is a very controversial topic, and I'm kind of covering a little bit of everything, but basically I'm talking about a lot of issues and controversies regarding this country and I am in the United States so if you're here you get it if you're not you've probably heard about how wild everything here is and I'm just gonna be talking about you know capitalism and just kind of just just a little bit of everything you'll have to you'll have to hear to figure find out but before we do dive into the main topic for today I want to share what I learned so this kind of ties into why last week there wasn't an episode so last week here wait let me back up even more if you're new here hi my name's Chloe I'm 19 years old I'm a spin instructor I'm a bar instructor and as of last Friday I am a certified personal trainer and I got certified through NASM which is the National Academy of Sports Medicine and I've been working on this for a while now and I'm really excited to have taken passed the test and you know just starting to move forward on this new journey of mine so I'm very excited um if you're in the area, if you're nearby me, if you're in Maryland, hey, if you want a trainer, let's let's talk. I can do that for you. And if not, if you're not in the area, we could still do that because, hello, virtual training is a thing. You can definitely train with me even if you're not close by. So we can do virtual training if you want to do that. But anyway... On this podcast, I love to emphasize the importance of being mindful and being present in the moment because if you think about it, all we're really guaranteed is the present, right? All we're guaranteed is the moment that we're in right now. The past is behind us and worrying about it isn't going to do anything. You know, it's not going to change anything. And we can learn from it, but worrying about it is something different. And stressing about it and dwelling over the past is something different than reflecting and learning from it. The future is not really guaranteed. We can plan for things, we can expect things, but we got to also be able to expect the unexpected and we got to be able to not stress way too much about the future because if you are, you're taking away from what you have in front of you right now. You're taking away from the present moment that you are in. So if you think about it like that, the present is very important. Okay, And when you are being mindful and you are being present, you find that you learn a lot, right? You find that there's a lot that goes on around you that you take in knowledge from. And sometimes we don't realize it right away, but you might look back like later in life and be like, oh, I learned this here. And then you can apply it to whatever you need to apply it to like later on. So I like to share one thing that I learned each day. And technically I didn't learn this today. I did learn this last week, but I did want to share this. I learned what the NASM test is like, and I learned what, like, I guess online proctoring testing type situations are like, because I've never had to do any virtual 
online test type of situation. I've never had to do anything like that. So the online proctor, that was all new to me. Uh, you know, like that type of testing was all new to me, but now I've done it. And I now know for the future when I take any other tests that that's how it works. So I took this test last week on Friday and I was so nervous. Oh my gosh, guys, this day, this was last Friday, and I really was going to upload still because I did take the test on a Friday, which is when I like to upload, and I was going to just upload it, you know, after the test was done, but that was a very long day for me, and I just didn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my priority to upload the podcast, so here we are, but I woke up at like 1 a.m. on Friday, and I couldn't fall back asleep because I was so anxious for the test, but the test wasn't even until noon, okay? I couldn't get on early even if I wanted to to take it. Like, I had to wait until noon on the dot for the test to open up and for me to be able to take it, which is when I scheduled it. So, like, that's fine. That's perfect. But I did wake up very early. I mean, I woke up in the middle of the night and then, you know, anxiety kept me up and I was awake for, you know, what, 11 hours before I even had to take the test. So it was a long day, lots of anxiety, lots of obstacles that presented themselves. But in the end, I was able to take the test and I was able to pass the test. And I'm proud of myself because this was not an easy thing. With personal training, I don't think a lot of, I mean, I definitely didn't even realize it, but the I don't think people realize how much information there is to learn and know to become one at least through the at least through what I went through like I went through NASM but there's other certifications right for this one specifically the textbook I remember reading it all the way through and like just being so overwhelmed because there was a lot of information and it was interesting and it was great and it really helps me understand everything now but and I like I'm not saying it doesn't need to be in there I definitely think that that information needs to be known but like the amount of anatomy that was in there the amount of little acute variables of so many it just very very specific things and it was just a lot of a lot of information a lot of memorization and I was nervous I was really freaking nervous but I did it. I passed. I'm a personal trainer now and I'm really excited for, you know, what's to come. So anyway, that was that. And now I'm sitting on my bed and it's Wednesday. I'm recording this on Wednesday. I think it's the 5th of May. And yeah, I'm, it's been almost a week and I've been, I haven't started training yet, but I have been planning a lot with, um, just, just planning. Okay. That's all I got to say so far. Just planning. I'll update you guys when, when it gets interesting, but yeah, that's what I learned. So make sure you guys are being present. Make sure you guys are being aware of what's going on around you because you might miss some very important things that you wouldn't learn or see otherwise. So the title of this podcast is wake up. And I think it's very appropriate because I think a lot of us are asleep and a lot of us are just not, we're just not aware. And people use this term wake up in a spiritual sense and I'm kind of using it in that sense. 
but I'm also kind of not. It'll make more sense as we go. So I'm just going to kind of dive on in to today. Again, it's a little bit of everything, but I want you to try to listen to this with an open mind. And I know I'm going to sound kind of crazy in some parts. I know I'm going to sound kind of like I'm pushing it a little bit in some parts, but just just listen with an open mind and bear with me and just just listen, okay? Just listen with an open mind because that's like the biggest, that's the overall point of this is to show how much we don't open our minds and how much we listen with closed minds, okay? So let's talk about like before, I don't know, like hundreds of years ago, okay? Like a long time ago. We used to grow our own food, right? We would make our own clothes, we made our own medicines and treatments, and we weren't reliant on the government, right? We could do everything ourselves. We could support ourselves. Life wasn't centered around work, right? It was, yeah, work was a part of it, part of our life, but that wasn't everybody's main priority. That wasn't all there was to life, right? There was so much more to life. And then you come today to the present moment and we are all controlled by the government and our ego those are the two things that we are controlled by and as much as we'd like to think that we're free and as much as that we'd like to say that we are free and yes we are in many ways compared to other places we are very much so it depends how you look at it but we're not really a hundred percent free okay there's an extent to it we still have a lot of regulation placed on us by the government. We still have a lot of regulation and control placed on us by our ego. And if you're confused by that term ego, your ego is basically, basically there's, there's two, there's two voices in your head, right? There's your higher self and then there's your ego. There's your subconscious and there's your conscious mind. So your ego is pretty much put in place to protect you. So your ego controlling you, it's not necessarily, I mean, it can be a bad thing, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like it's doing its job, okay? If someone looked at you and insulted you like, oh, your hair is ugly today and that hurts you and that makes you want to like, like lash out back at them, that's just your ego talking, right? Your ego was hurt, your ego was insulted and your ego wants to, you know, react to that. But if we take out our ego, all that's left is just what? Our, like our our higher self, our soul. And that's who should be controlling what we do and how we react to things. It's one thing to recognize a thought of, oh, that, that was an insult directed towards me and that hurt. But it's another thing to actually react and take it personally. Because at the end of the day, if you think about it, if someone's insulting your hair, they must be pretty upset with their own hair. They must be pretty upset with their own life. If they have the time and the energy to try to put someone else's freaking hair down, like, come on. That's, if you're taking that as an insult, that is partially your fault because whether it was directed at you or not, you're the one that's taking it so personally. When in reality, that person could just be having a bad day. That person could literally have no meaning to you in any sort of way. This could be a random person. You don't need to take it seriously. So 
that's a little bit about the ego, but let's let's touch into more of like what I meant by like being controlled by the government. So school. School is mandatory, right? They teach us to focus on school, to focus on work, and to focus on extracurriculars. And it's all through school, right? You got sports and those extracurriculars, those clubs and everything like that. And then, you know, if you're like uh, of age and you're, you know, in high school and you start working, you're supposed to just focus on school, that type of activity, and then your work. You're taught to do this because it looks good for colleges. You're taught to take all these clubs and to participate in all these activities and do all these sports and get these good grades. Why? Not for you to get smarter, not for you to get more knowledge. It's just they tell you to do all this because it looks good for college. Now, that's where the issue is. It's one thing to be taught to do something for yourself, okay? Like, work hard, get good grades because you're you're spending your time at school, so you might as well use your time wisely and work on yourself and work on your knowledge and expand and grow, you know, your brain. But we're not. We're not told to do that. We're not told to do any of this for ourselves. We're told to do this because it looks good for colleges, so right away, right off the bat when we're young, we are it's drilled into our brain to focus on school, put all of that first because college. And not because not because you want it, not because you care, not because you feel like you want to do that, it's just because the college thinks it looks good. And that's it no questions are asked. And I think that's where a big issue is. Why are there no questions being asked? Why is nobody, you know, saying, okay, well, like, what if I don't want to go to college? And if you do say that, there's those few people, I'm someone who didn't go to college and I knew I didn't, but people told me immediately the second that I was, well, okay, so I graduated a year early, right? So I was 16 and I would be 17 by the time I graduated, but I was 16 in the beginning of my junior year, which became my senior year. So my junior and senior year were kind of meshed into one. So at the beginning of that year, I'm 16, right? The second that I signed the papers and like fil- got the paperwork and all that stuff for me to graduate early, it's okay, now you need to go apply to college. It wasn't, okay, what do you want to do after this? Or what are you passionate about? It's apply. You need to apply to schools because the deadlines are coming up. So my 16-year-old self, with no explanation, I had no desire to apply and go to college. And I'm not saying I never will, but right now I don't. I had no desire, and yet I still didn't even really question it. I just listened to what I was being told. Everyone else is doing it, so why wouldn't I, right? If I'm being pushed to do this and I'm being urged to do this, there's a deadline. Of course, I'm going to not think about it. So I waste money on applying to these schools when I'm 16 years old. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where I want to go. I don't have this kind of money. And I applied. And I got accepted. And then that was that because I didn't even end up going. So I was like, okay, why did I even do that? Why did I just waste all my money? So, basically, we're being taught to follow orders 
we're being taught to follow the path of money and getting in getting wealthy we're taught to chase the money and not our passion we're taught to f do something that'll make us the most money and not we're not taught to do what's going to make us the happiest because this country is so freaking materialistic and we just put all of our happiness and all of our value into material items and that includes money yeah money is important but you only need so much and I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, invalidate people who don't make that much money because it, it, it is a very it's expensive to live, okay? It is expensive to fulfill like daily needs and things that, you know, most people's lifestyle require, but what I'm saying is you don't have to be a millionaire to be happy. And I think that is the opposite of what is drilled into our head from a very young age right I'm sure you all can agree okay when has a teacher ever said oh like go like you want to be a rock star okay like you go do that you go like and help you you know find a recording studio or help you find voice lessons or music whatever it is you're not taught how to do any of that outside of like school and academics you're given one option for life and if it's not followed, you're looked at different and you don't have a path. So, of course, a lot of people are going to go for the path of college and then, you know, getting a nine to five after that and just chasing like money because that's what you're taught. That's what you're given an option of. No one tells you about any other option. They make it seem like there is no other option when there very well is. The only thing with that other option is you're not going to have that much support and you're not going to have that many people that are, you know, rooting for you. You're not going to have that much, you know, recognition and you're going to probably be looked down on. You're probably going to be talked about. You're probably not going to be respected. But you are probably going to end up being a lot happier than you would have if you followed what everybody else is telling you to do. Because that path is not meant for everybody. College for some people is great. A 9 to 5 for some people is great. They thrive off of that. And that is awesome. But not everybody needs to do that. Not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody can do that. And we'll get into that that part of not everybody can do that in a second. But oh my goodness. Like we are taught to just follow this path and it's scary because if you don't want to follow that path you're not given another path you know what I mean like there's an outline that's given to you right go to school get good grades be involved as you can go to college get good grades be involved graduate from college get a job get a family and you know you die okay to sum it all up that's the only path that's really given to you. That's really the only outline that people give to you. There's no other outline for anything else because it's so quote unquote different. Like me, for example, I am, I've been a spin instructor for over two years now and I've been teaching, you know, group fitness and I'm about to start doing personal training and I, you know, have some hopes and dreams for the future and things that I work on and I have this podcast, but nobody gave me this outline. I'm literally, it seems like I know what I'm doing, but I have no, no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. And nobody really does. But like, I was never given an outline. I'm figuring this all out on my own for me. 
And I think that's the best part is, yes, it's hard. And yes, you really don't have that as many resources. But when you find the people that are going to support you, they're going to be so supportive. And you guys know who you are listening right now who have supported me through this and have helped me be able to get to where I am today because as much as we'd all like to do things on our own, we can't do everything by ourselves. From a young age, we are taught to listen and not complain, right? From elementary school, from preschool. If you speak out, if you aren't listening to the teacher's rules, if you aren't sitting still in class and they yell at you, you're taught to just listen and not complain. If you are fidgeting around because you're so anxious because maybe your parents kept you up all night screaming, fighting, and you're sitting in class and you're fidgeting, or maybe you're trying to, you're falling asleep because you're so tired because you didn't sleep last night, and then the teacher yells at you to, you know, wake up or whatever, and you, you can't, you can't listen because you are literally falling asleep. Right there, you're being taught to listen and you're not really being told why. I was always that kid when I was younger thinking in my head, why do I have to listen to them? Yes, they're an adult and like my parents told me that I have to listen to them and like all the other adults are saying that I have to listen to them, but why? Like what, why, you can't just tell someone to do something and not give an explanation, okay? Because that's, that's not how it works. That just teaches kids to suppress their emotions and their feelings. And it just teaches them, it invalidates them. It really does. And we're just, we're taught this from such a young age. We're not taught about taxes. We're not taught about moving out. We're not taught about mental health. We're just told to shut up and listen and, you know, learn about the long division. Okay? Like, I, it doesn't make sense to me. And I'm not saying that everything that we learn in school is BS. We learn some very important things in school. However, we don't learn a lot of extremely important things in school. Like, taxes and, like, making doctor's appointments and, like, insurance and moving out and, like, applying for loans and, you know, like, mental health, anything. Like, no one teaches you a single freaking thing on that. Why is foundations of technology where I don't know about you guys but the school that I went to for that class the teacher didn't give a shit they didn't teach anything half the half the kids in that class would just do work for other uh classes do assignments for other classes and then the other half of the students were asleep or just chatting with each other hitting their jewel okay I wish I was making this up but I'm not why is FOT a required credit that you have to get to graduate, but there's nothing on, like, mental health? Why is there not, like, a mental health 101? Why is there not, like, a adulting 101? Why is there not, like, anything of that matter? And the best part is we don't... Kids, students don't know how to ask for these resources, for this information, because we're not taught we're not even taught about it in the slightest bit so it's like you don't know until you have to learn the hard way you know what I mean like you don't know about this these topics until it's right there in front of you and you have no idea what to do because you have we're never taught this and you're confused and you feel alone and it's it sucks it's really shitty and it's really scary 
the government controls us. Okay, we gotta pay taxes, right? We gotta be working. And before, like I mentioned how we could like grow our own food and make our own clothes and stuff like that, like we could do everything ourselves. But now, even if someone wanted to never step foot in the grocery store, they only want to grow their food, they only want to make their own clothes, whatever, they still have to buy that land and pay taxes to the government. You're never really free from that, right? It's, it's a capitalistic country. Now, I want to steer a little bit more into, like, health stuff. Uh, and, like, how I mentioned, we're not advocated for, like, n- mental and physical health is really not advocated for. We're not really taught about mental health. We're never told to eat healthy. No, I, I mean, we are told to eat healthy, yet we're never given the how. We're just told what to do, but never how to do it. That's basically what I'm saying this whole time. We're told what to do, but we're never told how to do it or why we're doing it. It's always, And if you do ask the how or the why, you're told to shut up and just put your head down and do it because they said so. That is an awful reason. Doing it because you said so? That literally just teaches people to suppress their own feelings and to not believe in themselves and to not trust themselves we're told to eat healthy yet we're given extremely processed food right we're told to eat healthy yet all the processed and shitty food for us is cheaper and always on display and always in commercials and always sold in the cafeteria we're told to get the vaccine Yet, we're not being told to take vitamin C, or to hydrate, or to exercise, or to take care of ourselves. Why is that? Why are we just pushing the vaccine? You know there's other things that can help, too. Of course it's COVID, and I'm not trying to sound ignorant. Like, I'm not saying don't get the vaccine. I think the vaccine's very important, and I think we all need to do our part and get it. However, why, why are we only advocating for the vaccine? Why aren't we also talking about, okay, like, yeah, do this, but, like, exercise more and, like, you know, drink some water and take vitamin C and, you know, do this and do this. Like, why, why aren't we told any of that? Instead, I'm seeing commercials. I remember the very first commercial that I saw during COVID when the pandemic hit and we were in heavy quarantine. I remember seeing a Burger King commercial every other freaking 20 minutes on the TV about, like, their non-contactless, like, drive-through, like, where they, you know, hand out the tray and the bag is on the tray and so that they don't have to, like, touch or whatever. That's, like, the main thing that I remember seeing on TV is just, like, fast food places. That's literally it, just fast food places. And then we're also being told to, like, stop the spread, but, like, eating like that really won't do anything and going and eating out really won't do anything like it, it, it you can't you can't contradict yourself that many freaking times until it looks a little bit sketchy and the fact is it does look sketchy but it's sketchier because no one's really talking about it i'm going to go missing after this episode guys i swear to god my fbi agent is not happy right now but yeah, also just healthcare is very inaccessible. That's a whole other episode, but like our country is so messed up. Why can't healthcare be accessible to everybody? 
you tell us to stop the spread, to get the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but, like, what about... I just, I don't understand. Why is healthcare denied to some people? Like, what the hell is that? That's the most inhumane thing I've ever heard in my life. Ever. Like, really think about that. If you have healthcare and you have, like, insurance and that type of stuff, like, think about how lucky you are for a second. That shit is expensive and that shit is not easily accessible because if you want to afford that and you want to keep that up especially at a young age your work needs to be your entire fucking life and that's what people tell you from a young age but if you're just doing work just to make money just to be able to pay for your taxes and stuff you're going to live a very unhappy life but that's what we're told to do right we're told to go to school yet most can't afford it so they work and are often seen as lazy and i mean like college school right? Like, we're in high school, everybody's like, okay, go to school, go to school, go to college, apply to college. Okay, but what if our mommy and daddies can't afford that? What if we can't, what if we don't have a mommy and daddy? What if we don't have a saving fund? What if we don't have straight A's and don't have a great scholarship? What if we aren't a star athlete because our parents couldn't afford to go to club practice and drive there every time and we don't have a good scholarship like what what if what if we are just a normal human being just trying our best and what if we can't afford college then what then you can't go right you gotta i mean unless you want to get like a loan but that's oh my god that's a whole thing but i'm trying to say if you can't go most people are just gonna go to work instead right they go get a job but then these people are looked down on. These people are seen as lazy. These people are seen as, you know, like they don't have passion for their life. They don't care. They don't want to do anything. But that's just because college being the only path is drilled into our brain from such a young age. But it's not the only path. And people are, there are some living proof of that. I'm living proof. You don't have to go to college to have a good life. And yes, I'm still very in the beginning of my life, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm doing okay. I'm pretty happy. I know I'd be miserable if I was in school. I'd be miserable. And I can say that with confidence. We're all taught the same thing in school too, and we're always taught the same way, but not everybody can learn the same way. Not everybody can sit in a classroom for seven hours a day and listen to the teacher talk in their monotone voice about the same damn topic for that long. Not everyone can sit in a classroom where they hear people whispering and fidgeting the whole time without getting distracted. Not everyone can sit in a classroom for seven hours when their home life is complete shit and, you know, they're sitting there with their depression or anxiety or whatever it is. Like, you can't expect everybody to be able to thrive off of the school, the school-like system that we have. We're literally all taught the same thing and all taught the same way and we're expected to sit, you know, for seven hours while staying attentive. That is not possible. That is not possible. Physically, mentally, emotionally, that is not possible. Minimum wage is shit, yet we're expected to pay insane prices just to survive. Why is, is living so expensive? And then, and vice versa, if it's going to be that expensive, why is the minimum wage so damn low? 
I'm wondering the same thing. Okay. We academics are not the end all be all. And I think that's where like a big thing with all of this comes in is that's what we're taught. It's the academics that look so important to colleges and, you know, like, that's what everybody stresses and cares about. But, like, at the end of the day, I'm sitting here, I've been growing a lot spiritually, I've been working a lot on my mental health and on my physical health and on my path in life and my purpose in life, all that. Not a single thing regarding academics have crossed my mind in the past few years, let me tell you. And it's great. (laughs) The amount of stress and anxiety and depression that was caused from the school and going to the school that I went to. And I'm not saying it's all external. Like, I definitely have a lot of internal things going on, you know, chemical imbalance-wise. But situation-wise, oh my goodness. That was a bad place to be, let me tell you. Okay, this is going to take a little bit of a turn, but just stay with me. I'm going to talk about prisons a little bit and how fucked up they are. Please don't skip out of this because this is very important and it's not talked about at all. And someone needs to give them a voice because they don't give get a voice, okay? Prisons are extremely inhumane and the people that get sucked into that system are... They're, they're stripped of their voice. The prison, the whole authority figure, all that, just that whole system, okay? The whole system. It doesn't allow for reform at all, right? It just keeps people in the system. The living conditions are inhumane. If you don't already know that, you need to do some research. Once you're out of prison, if you aren't aware, you're let out into the real world after that, right? You're let out into the real world with a criminal record and you're expected to go and get a job. You're actually supposed to get a job. And if you don't, your parole officer is going to come and scoop you right back up and you're going to go right back in there. Okay? So you have to get a job. But that's hard as shit when you have a criminal record and you're fresh out of jail. You're let out of prison without money, without a job, without a house, without a car, without any belongings, without any opportunity, yet you are given a parole officer to make sure that you don't drink, you don't smoke, even though what else is there to do? I'm sorry, what else is there to do? I'm not trying to sound depressing, but like if you're let out of prison and you don't have anything and you don't see hope for anything, what else are you going to do? Okay? Like that's just that's just something that humans do. You're they're going to pick up a drink, they're going to pick up a cig, they're going to pick up a blunt. I don't know. They make sure that you're in a shelter and not on the streets. And if you are on the streets, they scoop you right back up. But, like I said earlier, if you're dumped out without a house, without belongings, you've been in prison for X amount of years and your family's left you, where the fuck are you going to be sheltered? Where? How can you not end up on the streets? They make sure, this officer is going to make sure that you're working and, you know, make sure that you're not on the streets and that you're sober and etc. And these are obviously very unrealistic expectations. They have these unrealistic expectations and then send them right back into the system because they can't meet these expectations. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm going to say it one more time. These people being let out of prison, I mean, the prison in itself is awful. 
And that is a whole other episode in itself. The inhumane living conditions are insane. But I'm talking about after. Because when you're released, you're really not being released. You're going to just get sucked right back in. You're not really free from all that. You you have a parole officer and they're probably going to come pick you up in the next few days. Because you can't meet those unrealistic expectations. Who's going to hire an ex-con? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like that. Of course they're not going to be able to get a job right away. That's not easy. It's hard enough to get a job without a record. Let alone with a record. Oh my goodness. But that just kind of goes into uh, my next point of like law and law enforcement. Law enforcement is supposed to create a sense of safety and comfort, right? That's what they're there for. To make us safe. However, the police cause fear. So much fear. And the fact that I am a white female saying this when there are far more, you know, like, I'm privileged. I'm privileged. And I'll be the first to say that I'm extremely privileged, okay? If I am, if I feel fear from the cops, from police, from law enforcement, if I'm feeling such a deep fear, I can't imagine how much fear people who are not as privileged as me must feel. Think about that. Like, really think about the amount of shit that has happened in the past year and the amount of lives that have been lost due to inhumane practices of, you know, targeting these people who are unfortunately not as privileged. And it doesn't make sense because the police cause fear and they have these big power trips and they can mess up, right? They can mess up, but we're expected to remain calm. I know what you guys all I know you guys all know what I'm talking about. Recently, there was that female cop and she thought that the guy that they pulled over or something like had a weapon or something when it wasn't and so she got scared and reacted by grabbing her gun and shooting him and then claimed to have thought that it was a taser number one if you can mix up a taser and a gun that easily you need to go back to training or they need to just have better training in general or they need to not just give weapons like that to anybody They can mess up. The cop was able to mess up. They didn't give a fuck. They they let her mess up. But if anyone else, if whoever they are pulling over, if whoever they are, you know, targeting, like, if they mess up, if the person who has a gun pointed to their head, if they don't remain calm and they freak out in the slightest bit, that might cost them their life. And that is beyond fucked up. That is beyond fucked up. So, honestly, I'm, I don't really want to get emotional on here and I sense that coming. This is a very heavy and very real thing and I think it's scary that it's happening, but I also think it's scary how little it's talked about and how little it's recognized and how little there is to action that there's been to make changes. Because 
it's still happening. People are still losing their loved ones. People are still losing their lives because a cop, quote-unquote, got mixed up. A cop, quote-unquote, got scared. A cop, quote-unquote, got confused or mixed up. That is some bullshit. Overall, we're always being watched. We're always under constant control. And the freedom is just an illusion. We're only taught one of millions of ways to live our lives. And that one way that we're taught isn't even fun or happy. So on that note, not to leave you guys on a depressing note, but it's it's real. And, uh, I mean, it sucks that the realness is depressing, but we can't, we can't, I'm I'm not going to be that person that's going to like sugarcoat things and act like everything is good and dandy when it's not. Because that's not fair to those who don't have a voice anymore or to those who have never had a voice in the first place. They've just been given the illusion that they have one. So I want you guys to really think about this and just think about the things that I've told you guys today. Please educate yourselves. Please just educate others okay stand up for those who don't have a voice if you are in a room and your friends are you know talking about something that you know isn't right that you know isn't correct speak up use your damn voice it is a privilege to have a voice so with that being said i hope you guys were able to learn something from this episode i hope you were able to get something from it make sure to share this with a friend Okay, especially someone who might need to be, you know, a little bit more educated. And we don't shame anyone who isn't educated because that doesn't do anything. Even though we're taught to do that in school, we're shamed for not doing our work or not getting good grades in school. That's not what we are doing here on this podcast, okay? We're trying to uplift and help everybody get educated, okay? If you're not educated, it's not your fault. It probably just means that you're privileged and that's okay, okay? Like, acknowledge that. It's worse to not acknowledge that and then educate yourself, okay? I hope you guys learned something from this. Make sure to follow my Instagram. It's chloe.better, C-H-L-O-E dot V as in violet, E-T-T-E-R. Share this with a friend. You can message me on Instagram. Any questions, comments, concerns, any topic ideas, any conversations you want to have, whatever it is, just let me know. I would love to hear it. Give me feedback. I love constructive criticism. And without further ado, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. If not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Thank you guys. I'll see you all next Friday.